For me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. We're not related. And this is a show where we dig into the open tabs on our phone browser and rediscover old topics that we meant to share with you sooner. And when you learn about them, you can look smart at the start of your next office meeting. Uh, I'll be the judge of that after I hear your topic. <laughs> In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Sorry, I forgot what I was supposed to say. <laughs> It's been a rough day. Amen. Uh, Pete. Hey, Marissa, what's something you're looking forward to? Huh? Oh, don't be so huh? late. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen to the last episode, guys, if uh, that didn't make you laugh a little bit. <laughs> well, in, uh, my authentic self is I'm looking forward to when my insurance will cover my inhaler in five days that ran out that I need every day so that I can breathe properly. And I now need to have five days without the daily inhaler I need. So I'm looking forward to when my medicine is available to me for less than a thousand dollars. How about you? I'm just looking forward to not being at work <laughs> tomorrow, even though I have to drive a long distance. And then, um, Peppered throughout the following weeks. You said what? Peppered throughout the following weeks. Oh, okay. Misunderstood that. Well, good for you. Tell your mom I said hi. I can't. Like, this is this is bad for both of us every single time, but um, my mom uses me as a, I guess, as an excuse to eat bad food. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I'm also looking forward to ice cream. And maybe some pizza. Nice. I used to use going to my boyfriend's house on the weekend as an excuse to eat bad. But now I've been staying more and more time there. But it's hard to break that habit. So I just gained a lot of weight. So, anyway. Me too. Yeah. Icebreaker. Uh, Marissa. What? Would you like to come up with an icebreaker? My icebreaker was about the cupcake. Oh, I mean, you could ask me, yeah. I thought your oh, I thought your topic was going to be about cupcakes, so I looked oh. at them, but I didn't delve deep in them. My icebreaker today is pretty simple. If you could, because we know about all your symptoms and, and, and situations. Yeah. If you could, and you would, be eating a cupcake right now at this moment, and it could look like anything, <laughs> what would you want it to look like? I'm not talking about the flavor. I'm just talking about what it looks like. Yes. I don't care what the flavor is. Okay. Um, a, 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 bun, a, a beautiful black rose. Deep black. Not like fake black, but like really a lot of food coloring black. <laughs> Unhealthy black. <laughs> yeah. So, but it tasted good. So, yeah. How about you? You know, when I was looking at creative cupcakes, I saw these ones that uh, look like cacti. They were cool. Oh, yeah, those are cute. Right now, I would like a cupcake, and I would like it to have blue frosting. And on yes. top of the blue frosting, it's hands that are going like this. What do you call that? Oh, my... You know what? I never even based where I could see you. I'm just been listening to you. <laughs> 
do, do it now? They're just like... They're like outstretched? Kind like of. Open? Yeah. Oh, they're like, they're like a, a lotus blossom beckoning. <laughs> Much like our show. Yeah. Like open... Oh, hands. I didn't even know you could see me all this time. I'm no, going to go away. I couldn't until just now. Oh, okay. Because, yes, I feel like I would like to eat someone's hands. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, Pete? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? No, but I would like to receive that cupcake because, um, yeah, I've been so stressed out lately and I feel like I'm it sorry, would You be... want to receive that cupcake specifically, actually? I'm not asking anybody to go out and get it. No, what I mean, like, with that hands? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're weird. Yeah, and the hands are, like, met at the wrist, but they're, like, opening up. Oh, so there's arms, too? No, there's not arms. Yeah, I'm trying to help describe it for the listener who oh, can't okay. see what I did. <laughs> oh, when you said wrist, I thought of elbows. Ignore me. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, speaking of uh, things that Marissa doesn't understand... Yeah. Last, uh, episode, last episode, last episode, we talked me for days about different ways that Marissa is inappropriate. What? <laughs> I'm You're sorry. Always about different ways I'm inappropriate. <laughs> last week we t- or last episode we talked about different ways that Marissa is inappropriate at work. Oh, okay. This didn't necessarily come up. I'm sure it does happen, but um, Marissa, I picked this topic because of you, and I could imagine you having this affliction. And I could imagine you going through the motions, but also looking terrified, but also <laughs> thinking that it was hilarious that you had it. In the face of a global pandemic, I would like to talk about the Tanganyika laughter epidemic of 1962. Oh, I uh, coincidentally was reading about a dancing epidemic. I mentioned uh, that towards the end, yeah. <laughs> Oh, That's okay. another one I thought you would appreciate being a part of. <laughs> oh, I would be so into the dancing one more than the laughing one. The laughing you, one sounds like it takes so much energy. You but would I like be faking the dancing one. You'd be like, yeah, I'm afflicted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what we're talking about here is sometimes referred to as mass hysteria or mass psychogenic illness, which is, quote, the rapid spread of illness signs and symptoms affecting members of a cohesive group originating from a nervous system disturbance involving excitation, loss, or alteration of function. Oh. <laughs> whereby physical complaints that are exhibited unconsciously have no corresponding organic cause. Okay. I uh, pulled that from Wikipedia, and I also okay. pulled... Everything about the uh, Tanganyika laughter epidemic from Wikipedia, and uh, I, I didn't really edit that much because there wasn't a ton out there. Mm-hmm. The laughter epidemic began in January 30th, on January 30th in 1962, at a mission-run boarding school for girls in Kash- Kashasha. It started with three girls and spread throughout the school, affecting 95 of the 159 pupils aged 12 to 18. How many do you think were faking? Symptoms lasted for a few hours, I would bet them, to 16 days. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Uh, The teaching staff were unaffected, interesting, and 
and reported that the students were unable to concentrate on their lessons, so the school closed on March 18th. That's amazing. The epidemic spread to Nashamba, a village where several of the girls from the school lived. In April and May, 217 mostly young villagers had laughing attacks. The Kashasha school reopened on May 21st and reclosed at the end of June. Earlier that month, the laughing epidemics spread to a girls' middle school, affecting affecting 48 girls. This is the part that I was like, what? (laughs) The Kashasha school was sued for allowing children and their parents to transmit (laughs) it to the surrounding area. Wait, 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 wait. So, it's... Wait, sued by who? I would imagine by parents and... and, and But it says for letting it... Oh, 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 I, I misunderstood what you said. Okay, continue. It's, yeah, it would kind of be like saying, you know, um, no, 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 I know all the other schools are closed, but we're going to keep having school even though COVID-19 is a thing. <laughs> okay, good, okay. <laughs> other schools uh, and other villages were also affected to some degree. 18 months after it started, the phenomenon died off. Laughter reports were widely accompanied by descriptions of fainting, Respiratory problems, rashes, crying, screaming, and, oh. of course, flatulence. Oh, what, of course? That what? Gonna, that's going to make you laugh more. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. In all, 14 schools were shut down and 1,000 people were affected. Okay. So, that's crazy. if you're anything like me, you're like, what? <laughs> that's it. Uh, people who studied these events... This is where it fits into both of our lives, Marissa. Mm-hmm. People who have studied this event have some scary news from Atlas Obscura. Ooh, I love that website. It seems that laughter isn't just a joyful noise. It can be... By the way, I just copy and pasted everything for the show because... Well, no one would know that. Sometimes we have to do that. Yeah. I mean, people from Atlas Obscura would know that, but no one else. It seems that laughter isn't just a joyful noise. It can be a signal of distress, spurred by anger, or sadness, or intertwined with mania. Marissa, you're totally... There's one sentence that I'm going to say, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I do that. (laughs) (laughs) This kind of psychological behavior happens on a weekly basis around the world, particularly among populations experiencing chronic stress. As an example, there was a 2016 instance where uh, an unexplained... Or an instance of unexplained nausea and dizziness among students at a school in Langshire, England. There is also abundant evidence of such events in places of instability like Kosovo, Afghanistan, and South huh. Africa. Now, I'm copying this. Oh, what? Just for the record, I was copying this from something that was from 2016. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, that was your thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, I just, like... It's just weird because I'd see it in reverse. When I think something's funny or great or something, and I don't feel like that emotion can convey it properly, sometimes I cry. But I don't usually need to cry, and I feel like my tears can't convey it, so I laugh. (laughs) But okay, continue. Okay. All right. The stress factors uh, here. I got to scroll up. But I could, I could see it having to do with stress, and I definitely could see it leading to mania. I guess just like, I don't know, it's just weird. 
Continue. In the Tanganyika instance of things, um, stress factors among the schoolgirls may have included unfamiliar expectations of the impo- imposed on the British-run schools and the uncertainties created by the area's uh, independence, which was achieved months before the incident. I could totally see something happening due to that. Just laughter specifically is very interesting for that to be the fourth. And some people are like, oh, this is proof that laughter is contagious. And it's like, no, this is not just laughter. <laughs> yeah. In this type of situation, as described... I'm sorry, Pete, do you dispute that laughter is to a degree contagious? To a degree, I'll give you that. Okay, continue. In this type of situation, again, being in a sort of stress-induced situation, the person has no power over the stress, and they can come up with no other response but to just laugh, which I've been doing a lot lately. (laughs) What? See, no, it never manifests that way with me. Such a person is more commonly young than old, female Mm -hmm. than male, an employee rather than supervisor. No shit on that last one, right? That's, yeah. It wasn't just a group laugh, either. It is experiencing the same stress and people subconsciously copying a com- complex set of symptoms of which That's laughter awesome. is just one. I want to be caught up in something like that, but not to a degree where I'm hurt. Yeah. What was the witch one? I'm sorry? What? What was the one with witches? Oh... I don't know. I know what you're talking about, I think. One, I just remember seeing it in a movie, and it, is that the Crucible? Well, that's... You mean the the Salem Witch Trials? I, maybe it wasn't then. Wait, was it? Girls are acting, like, all messed up? It might be, and then they were... Yeah, you know what? I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, that's the end of what I have, and, um... You know, it's it's not a lot. Oh. <laughs> so in Marissa fashion, <laughs> I thought I would bring out a few more uh, examples of mass psychogenic illnesses. Marissa said she was just reading about uh, dancing mania, which was widespread all over Europe in the Middle Ages. You got anything to say about that? No, I literally don't even know where I got that information from. I know I read an article yesterday, but I consume too much media to a point that I don't know what comes from myself, what comes from a pocket, what comes from anything, or what just I plant in my own mind anymore. <laughs> I plant so. in my own mind. Yep, so I don't know where it came from, and I don't... I, I know that it fucked up a lot of people, and that some people just, like, just fainted and were just, like, so exhausted, and it was days. And I think it was women. It was... A certain The mania affected men, women, and children who danced until they collapsed from exhaustion. I thought this one was mostly women, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened multiple times. Affecting thousands of people across several countries, dancing mania was not an isolated event and is well documented in contemporary reports. It was, nevertheless, poorly understood, and remedies were based on guesswork. (laughs) Oh, cool. And the thing about this one, I don't know if you read this, but um, there was a phenomenon, it says in Italy, a similar phenomenon was tarantism, in which mm-hmm. victims were said to be have been poisoned by a tarantula or scorpion. Ooh. 
And the only known antidote was to dance to particular music okay. to separate the blood from the venom. So yeah. at times, people would dance to try to get over it. That sounds horrible. Oh, now I remember the thing I read yesterday, and I don't know, like I said, if it's the same one that you had, but they said that a possible reason why it happened was because there were some mushrooms that grew in the area that had, like, LSD-type effects on the people. Right. Yeah. Like reindeer. I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do, I do, I do know what you mean. Sorry. Uh, Between the 15th and 19th centuries, instances of motor hysteria were common in nunneries. The nuns would Where everyone's like, I gotta drive a car. (laughs) I gotta drive that car all night long. Till I fall over. Till I'm crazy. Till I'm manic. Let's drive our cars. Isn't that... The nuns would exhibit a variety of behaviors. Oh, no. That could have been one of them. (laughs) You said motor, right? Yes. Okay. Motor skills, you know? Yeah, I know. Okay. Usually attributed to, of course, because they're nuns, demonic possession. (laughs) This is Marissa on a bad week. They would often use cruel language and exhibit suggestive behaviors. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's interesting. One convent's nuns would regularly meow like cats. Oh, I've heard about that. I hate that. Oh, I don't know why. That one, I, like, don't enjoy at all. Not just the meowing like cats, but also just being at a nunnery. I don't know why. Everything about it annoys me. Priests were often called in to exercise demons. Okay. This this just all sounds like they were bored. Right after... See, I thought the same thing, Marissa. I'm like, give me something new, right? Something to focus on that happened in my lifetime. Right after the 2001 anthrax attacks... In the first two weeks, as of October 2001, there were over 2,300 false anthrax alarms in the United States. Some reported physical symptoms of what they believed to be anthrax, but they actually never came in contact with it. Mm, yeah, okay. In 2001, a man sprayed what was later found out to be window cleaner into a subway station in Maryland. 35 people were treated for nausea, headaches, and sore throats, but it was... Just water and a little bit of soap. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. In 2017, Marissa, uh-huh. you'll know this one, some employees of the U.S. Embassy in Cuba reported symptoms nicknamed the Havana Syndrome, which were attributed to sonic attacks. The following year, the U- some U.S. government agencies in China reported similar symptoms. Some scientists have suggested that the alleged symptoms are psychogenic in nature, meaning Ooh. it's all in your head. And that was one of the more interesting things that I pulled out of this topic because, you know, I think language is very interesting and fun. They're trying to get away from calling things like this mass hysteria. Okay. Because yeah. hysteria hysteria implies that you are hysterical, and it's yeah. often a dismissive term, right? Like, oh, yeah. my girlfriend is always so hysterical, you know, something like that. It's also uh, almost always usually with women, I will yeah. also point that out. <laughs> So in that situation, uh, yeah, again, it's it. Even if you're talking about like, oh, this comedian is hysterical, right? You're sort yeah. of saying that they're funny, and and yeah. you're not saying that they have a mental problem. So um, that is why mass psychogenic illness or MPI is the new slang term that you can throw oh. around the office when you want to refer to. <laughs> I like mass hysteria more, honestly. But of course, yeah, it's enough. much much better. Uh, by the way. 
Side note, speaking of hysteria, I assume you know this. I assumed it was common knowledge, but I'm realizing when it's not common knowledge, it really sounds like I pulled it out of my ass and, like, I read a badly cited article. Uh, you're aware of, like, I forgot what period. I don't know. It was Victorian or way back when that, like, women with hysteria were often treated with... Orgasm? Vibe. Yeah, orgasms, vibrators, or fingering. Yeah, okay. So I was telling my boyfriend, and he was like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, what? No, it's real. He was like, no, it's not. And I was like, why would I make that up? <laughs> I was like, a vibrator was made like, by like, a doctor. I like that, too, because he's like, ha, ha. I guess she makes me want her. Like, she wants me to make her come more. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, what? That's a weird, weird way of telling me. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure that was knowledge to people beyond me okay continue whatever it was that i had it's, it's gone um okay marissa has there ever been a situation where you feel like you have whether you know faking or not participated or or been in one of these sort of like mass psychogenic illness situations no sadly yeah there's definitely not. been there's definitely been cases when I was a kid where like you know I would I would you know you want to be liked by other kids and if all, all the other kids are doing it right that sort of thing. Um, you would think I would. In some cases, I did that, but then I told you I created a nervous tick for myself that I didn't have that I consciously was like I want an eye twitch. Nobody was like, this is cool. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes I enough. was like, I'm just going to do something random. But it's not like there were a bunch of kids with eye twitches, and I was like, I should get an eye twitch. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. honestly can't think of anything specific Me either. either. Uh, but yeah. Plugs. Anything to plug, Marissa? <laughs> um... I just want to, in case you don't know, everybody, this is so, like, you either are aware and you're like, no shit, or you're like, why would I want to do this? But I just want to remind you that, obviously, other countries have their own Amazon. <laughs> and I don't mean you could buy other country stuff on Amazon. I mean, FYI, if you never thought about it, you could shop other countries' Amazons. So... I now buy a lot of stuff from Japan Amazon, stuff that, like, you can't get on regular Amazon. And I hate myself a little bit because Amazon sucks. But if you're going to use it, just know that the Japanese one is more interesting than ours. Also, if you're really dedicated to Amazon sucks, don't forget that Twitch is owned by Amazon. <laughs> really? Wow, I didn't know that. And every single time I go to the Internet Movie Database, I go, oh, God, I'm throwing more money at Amazon. <laughs> Guys, I mean, I like to not explore Amazon when I can find the stuff somewhere else. Yeah. But I have been searching for high-end sticker paper dolls for literally, like, eight years. And it wasn't until I learned how to use Japan Amazon that I finally found them. And I just got some, some high-end sticker paper dolls delivered to myself today. Hashtag self-care. <laughs> 
I just wanted to plug the show CB on CBS called Evil because that's what brought this topic to my attention. Um, it's a fun show. It's spooky. Uh, the lead actress is enchanting. <laughs> I couldn't think of an adjective. Uh, and I honestly cannot wait for season two to start because I can't wait to find out if she... Just kidding. I won't spoil it. What? <laughs> Very nice, Pete. Very nice. Hey, you know what? It happened to me this morning, guys, so it's fine. I understand that sometimes it's hard to set aside the time. But this morning, I uh, woke up at 3 o'clock, and I could not get back to sleep. So Mm -hmm. I caught up on something that I had really been meaning to do. I sat down, and I reviewed five podcasts that I really love recently. That's nice. And it'd be nice, you know, if you did that for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's nice. I like that. Um, I you know, don't in, slide into my DMs. The least you could do is is uh, is review us. Slide into our PMs. Yeah. Public messages. <laughs> I was going to say I have no idea what that means, but okay. <laughs> Woo! Guys, but if you were interested in sliding into Marissa's DMs, I'm at Riss Vandal. I'm at oh. Pete Abides. Uh, call us at 570 one Thank you for listening. Be safe and talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Yeah, hi. Hi.